Well, how are we all doing? I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm up here today. Can you see me now? Uh, interestingly enough, this morning I'm speaking on new levels. So here I am standing on a new level. Uh, not, not by my choice. Uh, we got offered it, so I said, yeah, just leave it here. Uh, which is always good. But uh, what an amazing morning, an exciting morning we have uh, installed. And <clears throat> we had a great time last night at the quiz night. Uh, Robert and, and Neil did a great job uh, hosting everybody. So we had a, f- a fairly full house in here, uh, which was good. And uh, hopefully you got to, to sleep in a little bit more this morning and got to enjoy uh, your 30 minutes before you had to come in. And uh, you know, I get, I get excited when, when stuff's going on in the church. Does anyone else get excited when stuff's going on in the church? Uh, you know, it means that there's life, and uh, we're not done yet this morning. Uh, as you can see, we have uh, a baptism pool sitting over there in the corner. And so uh, this morning, we're going to baptize uh, Kyle, who's going to come up and, and share a little bit of his uh, story and his uh, testimony with you, which is... It's going to be uh, cool, but let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are here uh, in our midst. We thank you, Lord, that you are moving in this place. And Lord, we just uh, commit this time to you. Father, I commit, uh, Lord, just uh, this word to you this morning and ask, Father, that you would take it and multiply it into each and every heart in this place on a personal level. And Father, we just uh, we welcome you and open our hearts to you and, and just uh, pray, Lord, speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you may or may not know, but we're about 148 days away from Christmas. Just thought, just thought I'd get in there early for those of you who like to do your Christmas shopping in like October uh, or November. And uh, as an eldership, you know, we've really believed that this year was going to be a year of new seasons, uh, that God was going to do some new things, uh, and that often means uh, that we're starting to new, do new things and that new things are going to take place uh, within the life of the church. And uh, things that we shared uh, in Vision 2018 earlier this year, and I thought this morning uh, as we're kicking off a new season for our Sunday morning services that I would take the opportunity to... Uh, share with you how we're progressing. Uh, so just so you kind of know where we are uh, halfway through, oh, we've passed halfway through the year, aren't we? This far through the year. And uh, I shared about uh, the be- in the beginning of the year how this year for us was going to be a year of sowing. And we had five things that as a church we really wanted to, uh, to sow into. Uh, the first was prayer. The second was community, life groups, an office space, and then staffing. Uh, And as we've been sowing into these things this year, both on a practical level and uh, in prayer and on a spiritual level, we're we're believing and expecting uh, that God is going to do something new. You know, it's so easy to kind of go, well, you know what, God, I believe there's a new season ahead of us. And then just kind of sit and do nothing about it. Or we just kind of sit and wait to see what God does before we do anything about it. 
But as we've been praying into it, we've believing, you know, with faith that God is gonna do something, that God is moving. Regardless of where we're standing or what we, what's going on, we, that's what we're believing. And so, uh, you know, we started to... Uh, have a monthly prayer meeting to, to kind of sow into prayer uh, in the, the Ministry Matters Life Group, uh, which will have a focus on prayer, uh, is one of our newer life groups for this term. Uh, we continue to believe for a breakthrough in the community, which was our second uh, place we really wanted to invest, to, invest in, where uh, we've served people in need and, and sowing uh, into the school and still believing for God to move in those families. And uh, that's, a pla- that's an area where we uh, need prayer in uh, with all the changes that are taking place with the school and with the family. Um, and so if you can just keep uh, the community in your prayer, with the, there's a massive rebuild going on at the moment in Northcote uh, with a thousand new homes going in there. And so uh, when we went to deliver the, the parcels to some of our families, we'd, we'd found out that they'd moved on uh, or had been moved out of the area. And so... Uh, it is a, a, an area that uh, we can pray into. Uh, with life groups, you know, we're expecting to see deeper relationships formed within our life groups. Who wants to be in some more, who wants to go deeper with people in church? Some deeper relationships in our life groups. You know, we had 71% of our adults sign up to a life group last week, which is probably the most we've had in a long time. And that is just awesome. Uh, and then with the building, uh, we're actively looking for uh, an office uh, location nearby. You know, we really just want to be, uh, be able to sow into the community during the week uh, to be able to do midweek things that uh, will invite the community to, to engage uh, with us and that will allow us to just minister uh, into people's lives. And uh, we just want to let you know that we're currently looking at a venue that uh, could be available for us as early as next month. Uh, to kind of move into, and uh, just out here on Silverfield, uh, as you go out the door, but um, you know, what we've been uh, working away on with our vision for this year, and what we still have coming with regards to the office and and staffing, uh, which are always the biggest financial costs for us uh, as a church, uh, or with any church, uh, it requires a step of faith at times, and it requires us to step out uh, and believe uh, God to do great things. And we're believing and trusting that God is going to make a way. Amen? And so all this, uh, you know, first off, all this is only possible because of what uh, you give in your tithes and offerings to supporting what God is doing uh, here in ministry. And so thank you uh, again so much for that. And if you have uh, any questions um, about anything uh, regarding to what we've been doing with Uh, church life, with ministry, with buildings, with finances, uh, we've got nothing to hide. Uh, And and if there's anything you want to know, uh, I'm more than happy to talk uh, with you about that. Is that cool? So that's how we're kind of tracking. And uh, I think that we're doing pretty good and doing really well. And uh, I believe we're starting to see God do new things already within this church. Amen? And so this morning I want to share with you um, some thoughts about walking into and navigating a new season uh, in a message that I've called, called All Things New. You know, something that uh, we've been doing 
a bit of here at Shore Elam over the last two years is um, new stuff. Whether it's uh, taking on a Children's Day community event, which uh, we do an awesome job of as a, as a small church. Uh, whether it's uh, moving our Sunday venues, changing our Sunday service times. You know, we're, we've navigated through uh, a few seasons uh, in recent times and uh, new things. And you know, every new season in God, I believe, has a purpose. Every new season in God has a purpose. And that purpose, I, I think, has a lot to do with taking you, taking me, and taking us to a new level. In our spiritual life, in your ministries, in your profession, uh, and in your relationships. You know, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. You know, this verse here is talking about how we are to, if we behold God through the Word of God, if we uh, continue to be learners of God, be learners and disciples of Jesus Christ, if we continue to grow uh, through his word, then we will grow from glory into glory into new levels of our Christ-likeness. From glory to glory, into new levels of our Christ-likeness. And who knows that when we have Christ as the head of our lives transforming us, that spirit transformation is there to impact every other area of our life. It's not just there to impact our ministry. It's not just there to impact our Sunday. Our Christ-likeness from glory to glory to glory is to impact every area of our life. You know, I love looking for new levels. It's, it's challenging looking for, did anyone find it challenging trying to go to a new level? No, just me, whoa, <laughs> help me Lord. I love looking for new levels because to me, um, it acknowledges that, uh, that I or we have room for improvement. Whoever likes hearing that in their report? <laughs> oh, I was that kid who was like, you know, has great relationships with his friends, is very polite, academically has a lot of room for improvement. But looking for new levels acknowledges that we've got room to grow, that there's a better future for you and me. You know, wherever you're at with God, wherever you're at in life, whatever is pressing you down today, I prophesy to you this morning that there is a better life for you in God. Now, stepping into new levels says, uh, I'm, not, I'm not camping here. I'm not getting comfortable where I'm at. It says, I'm not settling for for what's become good enough 
and what I've become good at. But I want to grow. I want to grow in God. I want to grow in my purpose. I want to grow towards the promise that God has placed over my life. And you know, when you start to go after new things in God, and after new levels in God, which can I tell you now, as a church, that's where I hope to take us. When you start to go after new things, when you start to see vision, when you start to see a purpose, when you start to see the promise, and then you start taking steps into that new level, the devil goes on the attack. And I want to encourage you this morning, when the enemy goes on the attack, man, don't freak out. probably means that you're doing something that's actually a threat to his plan. It means that you're engaged in something that's a threat. Uh, Your future poses a threat to his end goal and to his end game. Now, Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not dismay, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You can say amen to that. And so I want to share with you uh, three thoughts this morning when you find yourself entering new seasons and under attack from the devil. And the first point this morning is pick up your sword. Hebrews 4 verse 12, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You know, John 17, 17 tells us that God's word is truth. Second Timothy tells us the word is uh, inspired of God and it's not, uh, the word is inspired um, by God and is good and profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. It's the most powerful weapon in our armory as Christians. You know, this morning we're going to celebrate um, a baptism at the end of the message, uh, which is important to us uh, because uh, first Jesus modeled it, and uh, we're told to follow his example. And it's important to us, secondly, because Jesus commanded it in telling us to go and preach the good news, baptizing people in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You know, after Jesus was baptized, he was led into the desert by the Holy Spirit uh, and was tested by the devil. He said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. 
He said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. God will command his angels to come and hold you up. And he showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to them, and he said to him, all this I will give you, as if it was his to give. All this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. And listen to Jesus' response each time. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. It is written. Do not put the Lord your God to the test, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Each time Jesus was challenged, he responded with the word, the sword. And so if you're being challenged, attacked in any season, uh, by anyone, by anything, Pick up your sword. And then secondly this morning, remember whose you are. Let me just throw a couple of things that the Bible says you are. You're a child of God. You're his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, Ephesians says. You're a friend of God. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're the head, not the tail. And because of who you are, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen? It's what we're told in Isaiah 50, 54, verse 17. And you know, this chapter in Isaiah is speaking to the bride uh, of Christ. It's talking about the church. You know, when the devil was tempting Jesus, he challenges who Jesus is, saying twice, if you are the Son of God. If you are who you say you are. Turn these stones into bread. And so when we're under attack, don't lose sight of who you are and who you, are and who you follow. And in remembering that, uh, keep looking to the truth. Jesus says in John, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Keep looking to the truth. Keep looking to Jesus. You know, in John 10, 10, uh, we read, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You know, life as it's referred to here is not just talking about eternal life, but it's also referring to the quality of life. Our hope is for an eternity in heaven. But there is a quality of life that Jesus died for, for us to take a hold of while we're on this planet and here on earth. I'll take a look at the contrast. The thief comes 
to steal, kill, and destroy. Christ came to bring life and life abundantly. He came to bring joy. He came to bring love. He came to bring your purpose. Do you know, sometimes I think the devil's not necessarily after our stuff or after our money or after our relationships or after, or after our health. You know, I think he's out to kill, to steal, and to destroy our future. He's out to rob you of everything that God has in store for you. And so we keep our eyes on God. We keep our eyes on our purpose. We keep our eyes on our vision. And sometimes I think we just need to tell that devil to get behind us and keep his mouth shut. thinking, am I allowed to say that? I just said it. So. <laughs> Watch how he attacks Jesus in the desert. And see if any of this is familiar to you. He says, if you are the son of God. He attacked Jesus' identity. Has he ever attacked your identity? He says, throw yourself down, and God, your Father, our Father, our God, will command his angels and lift you up. He tries to make us doubt what God can do. He tries to make us doubt the power of God that we serve. And then he takes Jesus up where he can see all the kingdoms, and he says, all this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. In your new season, the devil will try to sell you a cheap and easy future. That's not what God intended for your life. He will challenge who you are in Christ. He will challenge what you believe God can do. And he will cheat you into the lie of a better path that will lead you away from God. And that can lead you uh, away from the promises and the purpose God has for you. You know, he hopes that if he can steal and kill your joy and your identity today, then maybe he'll destroy your purpose and God's plan for your tomorrow. And I guess it's fair to say that's always a tough battle to go through when you're going into new seasons and into new levels. And so in those times, pick up your sword, remember whose you are, and keep looking to Jesus. Amen? Amen.